All right, biohackers, who doesn't love a yummy, creamy whey protein shake? Oh, it is such a treat. And I really love it as a meal replacement, post-workout recovery, maybe even a midday snack. So this is why I have to tell you about Puri Protein Powder. I absolutely love the bourbon vanilla flavor and the chocolate, but I think I got to go with the, the vanilla as my favorite. So it's smooth, it's delicious. And you know what else? It's pretty awesome that the flavors come from real natural ingredients like the bourbon vanilla seeds from Madagascar. And let's talk about quality because there's a lot of junk whey protein on the market that I would not recommend. So the Puree whey protein, it comes from pasture-raised cow's milk with no hormones, no GMOs, and no pesticides. This is because Puree's mission has always been to be the best at offering pure, clean, and superior products that, that support health and well-being. And what I think truly sets them apart is that they are fully transparent with their product testing. Every batch is third-party tested against more than 200 contaminants and certified clean by the Clean Label Projects. Not all brands can say this. Plus, each product contains a QR code so you can personally scan it and review the test results at home. I know you're excited to try it out. So what you're going to do is head on over to puri.com slash biohackerbabes. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash biohackerbabes. And then make sure you use promo code biohackerbabes at checkout to save 20%. All right, let's get back to the show. We're digging deep and asking the questions we need to ask. Years of stress and not just emotional. I was depleting my body. I was malnourished. I'm working out like crazy. I'm eating all these healthy foods. How could I not be well. We have to get back to the basics. We can change the way our genes are expressed. Anyone that wants to improve their health or upgrade their health, they should be biohacking. My name is Renee. And I'm Lauren. We are the Biohacker Babes. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. The Biohacker Babes podcast aims to create insight into the body's natural healing abilities strengthen your intuition, and empower you with techniques and modalities to optimize your health and wellness. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 42 of the Biohacker Babes. I am Lauren. I'm here with my sister Renee. Well, not here with her. She's across the country. <laughs> Virtually here. Hi guys. In Vegas. Um, we are talking about free biohacks for health optimization today. So this kind of is like a part two of our very first episode in which we talked about biohacking. What is biohacking? We just want to revisit this. We don't want people to think that biohacking has to be expensive. Yes, there's lots of technology and fancy equipment out there, but there are so many biohacking options that are free and available to you every single 
day. So we're going to dive into some of those free biohacks because we are in isolation right now. And so if you don't have access to like, I don't know, maybe you are used to going to an infrared sauna. If you're stuck at home, you probably don't have access to those. So we're going to go through some of the things you can do at home that will give you just as many benefits. Yeah. And a, a quick shout out to one of our listeners who gave us the idea to do this episode we never want people to think biohacking is all about like the expensive fancy toys. And so this was just a great reminder and thank you for the idea. I'm excited to share all the free biohacks. Cool. So who is this for? Again, biohacking is stuff that anyone can do. You don't need equipment. Anyone can do it. You're sitting at home. You have the opportunity every single day when you wake up. Why does it make you hotter? Hopefully if you listen to our podcast, you know by now, biohacking always makes you hotter because we're we're looking at like the foundations of health, right? Like we're creating beauty from the inside out. We're looking at how we can personalize our health and wellness from nutrition to fitness to doing genetic testing, like looking at all the different variations that create a solid foundation of health. And a lot of that is stuff that comes in nature. Like I don't want to give it away, but like sunshine is, is a major one. Like we all need to get vitamin D from sunshine. It is free and easy every single day, unless it's rainy. Hopefully. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Debate and controversy. Woo. This is a big one. Like when you mention biohacking to some people, they're like, ah, I hate biohacking. You know what I mean? Like there, I think there's just a different perspective on it, but we want to make it like fun and exciting and really for everyone. So the debate is, oh, I can't afford biohacking, right? I need a halo headset while I'm sitting on my ARX machine after my sauna therapy with the red light shooting up my nose or so, you know, like people picture these crazy things, but yes, that's biohacking with technology, but you don't have to do that. Um, biohacking can be all the free stuff Lauren started to mention. So let's get past the debate and know this is for everyone. Yeah. I mean, that sounds amazing. I would love to do all of those things. Like that's such a cool stack and it sounds crazy and out of this world, but that stuff is available to us. And I think there is some uh, there's some use in there, but it really also, we, we need to look at the intention behind it. Obviously, if you're just jumping into biohacking without addressing the foundations of health, like good nutrition, sleep quality, hydration, that fancy equipment isn't going to do you any good. So I think that's really where the separation is here. Like there is value there, but we need all of the stuff underneath of it. We have to lay the groundwork. We can do that with here we go. Here's this list of our favorite free biohacks. Number one, grounding and earthing. Just getting outside, putting your feet on the grass. I know you guys have heard us talk about this. It is so powerful just to get out in nature, reconnect, like step away from your devices, your technology, the EMFs, all of like the extra radiation that is not helpful to our health and to our bodies. Just stepping into nature can boost your immune system. It can boost your mood. Yeah. There's a lot of science to show how simple that is. I mean, it really works and no excuses. It's free. Yeah. So if you can't get outside, if you are stuck in isolation, maybe you're in a city like New York and you don't have access to the outdoors or to a park or to grass, I guess the alternative is just to like shut off your phone, turn your, your phone on airplane mode, turn off your Wi-Fi sit down and read a book for a little bit. Maybe you sit by the window, like just re removing yourself away from technology is one step further to getting closer to grounding if you don't have the option. But if you do, yeah. if you have a backyard, take your shoes off, go like stomp around in the grass for a little bit, like get your toes a little dirty. Yeah. And I think even... especially if you have kids, it's great. Take them oh, off. 
oh yeah, the kids need it probably more than us. But yeah, even just looking at a picture of nature, they have found research shows that that helps. So if you can't, if you really can't escape, go online, look at a picture, maybe like a YouTube video of someone walking through a forest or hiking. Like it's amazing what just that image can do for your brain. Right. There's a lot of studies of hospitals where they put pictures of nature or just even putting plants in the room. Oh yeah. It increased their immune systems dramatically and whatever problem they were dealing with, the exposure was reduced just by seeing or imagining or being a little bit closer to the nation. Yeah. That's like that story about the two men in the hospital room where they were separated, I think by a curtain and they would communicate every day. Mm -hmm. And the one would tell the other what he was seeing out the window that day. Oh, you should see the birds and the grass and the sun and the wind is blowing. And he would build this amazing image for the other guy every day. And then, you know, sadly that gentleman passed and the other hospital patient said, can you move me to be next to the window? And the nurse is like, window? What What window? There's no window in this room. (laughs) But he was... And I don't know if this is like an old tale, who knows if this actually happened, but just to show you, like he was so excited every day to hear about what was outside the window, even though he couldn't see it. I don't know. The power of imagination. Yeah. 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 So maybe go sit by a window while you're listening to this podcast. There you go. Yeah. So speaking of nature, sunshine, I think the sun has so many more healing properties than we possibly even know about. Right. I think people think about the sun and now they associate that with vitamin D, right? Everyone's vitamin D deficient. We all need more sun. And of course, there's the circadian rhythm component, right? We need the sun in the morning. We need no light at night to get the circadian rhythm. But I think there's more to the sun than that. Like I I know I feel so much better when I'm out in the sun. Don't don't you feel a change? Oh yeah. It it makes me feel alive. It gives me energy. It just makes my mood so much better, no matter yeah. where I'm coming from. Yeah. So hopefully you're living somewhere where you can get a little bit of sun. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, the vitamin D element, I don't know if you heard Rhonda Patrick's new podcast. She did like a Q&A about COVID and she starts to go into the vitamin D component. Mm. And, I didn't I mean, listen to that. The research is inconclusive, but she starts to make some correlations between vitamin D levels and contracting the virus. And like, different populations, like why they become more susceptible, like which groups of people just naturally have less vitamin D levels. Did they have vitamin D levels like before they were exposed? I think there's a huge connection there. So just getting out into the sunshine, yeah. not just for your mood, but to boost your vitamin D. Which it's, a ma- it's a major immune modulator, right? And we know that this is a steroid hormone. So here we go into the endocrine system again, like hormones, immune system, huge, just by stepping outside. Yeah. And it's interesting that hospitals used to have like more outside areas, right? Especially like in Arizona, maybe Nevada, New Mexico, like they would just wheel out the hospital patients to get in the sun every day. But we got away from that. Now hospitals are all like enclosed. There's no natural light. I think we need to get back to that. Yeah, I think that might just be a logistical thing. But I wonder if down the road, if they'll make any correlations, these pop up, like the temporary hospitals that are popping up in the parks like in Mm. New York City, other like major cities where they're running out of hospital rooms. I wonder if there's going to be any correlation to like the remission or just the nature boosting effects of being outside if you're dealing with virus. Oh, yeah. That'll be interesting to see. 
And I guess even like as summertime comes, right? Like do the Southern areas that get warmer, faster, see more improvement. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know that yet. <laughs> yeah. Wait and see. Yeah. All right. Next free biohack is water. Hopefully you are already drinking water every day. We I'm always recommend right now. Yes. Delicious. Lauren's taking a water break. So <laughs> half your body weight in ounces of water is like a good go-to measurement. If you're not sure how much water to be drinking. Well, water is somewhat free. <laughs> I guess there's different methods of getting it, right? I mean, there's distilled water, reverse osmosis, plastic water bottles, which hopefully you're never drinking out of. Those are expensive anyways. But however Alkaline you are- water, which is a huge marketing scam. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> structured water, right? I mean, of course, there's so many different types of water. And actually structured water, I know Lauren, you're really into this. Now, of course, you can buy like a fancy machine that will do this for you, right? With for like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, my understanding fancy is, funnel, which is also a hundred, a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, very expensive. But like people have been doing this for a long time, right? Where they would just add like sea salt and put it in the sun for a day or two, and they yeah, would find like a benefit. Give your water the sunshine diet. Yeah. But structuring sort of follows like what spring water goes through, like spring water naturally flows over rocks. It hits tension areas, right? Which structures the water. Like it's agitating the water because it's flowing over rocks, which are jagged and unstable. That's a really good explanation, Lauren. I've never heard anyone explain structured water that way. That makes a lot more sense. So, so I guess if you just got spring water, you would get the benefit? Yes. But like, so if you don't have access to that or you can't find like quality spring water that's in glass, hopefully you listened to the podcast last week because you don't want to buy it in, in plastic. But like, if you just have tap water flowing out of your kitchen, like this is a DIY. You can do this at home. Find a couple of stones, throw some marbles in there, create a little like natural stream and just pour your water over it. And it's going to create a natural funnel for the water. Oh, that's a cool biohack. Or just put it in the sunshine or do both. Or if you have a red light, you can put it in front of the, uh, in front of the red light. Oh, right. The red light will do that. that. Yeah. So again, water, I mean, super basic, right? Our cells need water. If you're dehydrated, I don't care what else you're doing, right? So back to the basics there. So sorry, just to back up in case you don't know what structured water is. Sometimes it's called like magnetized or hexagonal water. And it, it basically is water that has a structure that's more similar to what's found in nature. So it hasn't been polluted or contaminated by human processes. So structuring water is just getting it back to like its most natural form. Hopefully that's easy to remember. Cool. Okay. Sleep. We can all be sleeping more right now, right? Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. And you know, this is a tricky one because maybe if you're not working... You don't have to get up as early. So maybe there's less pressure to get to sleep at night. I don't know what oh, yeah. your schedule is. Some people are working more, obviously, like our healthcare workers and then our moms that are at home that are just super women right now, juggling the kids, doing Zoom school and watching them and just taking care of the family. They're probably doing like triple duty. But if you have the opportunity to sleep more, like take this opportunity. It's a wonderful chance to reset your circadian rhythm because- a lot of us in our, I'll just say real lives, like out of quarantine while we're working and super busy are not aligned with the circadian rhythm, which is like waking up as close to um, the time that the sun comes up and then going to bed like soon after the sun goes down. It's really tough for a lot of us, especially me and my friends that are in the theater community. We're working until 11 PM. Like we are naturally not aligned in that way. So this is a great opportunity to reset that. Resetting is like in general, just an opportunity for your entire system, your nervous system, your immune system, your hormonal system to just like get everything in check, 
lay down the foundation. And yes, this is temporary, but again, the reset is, is where we can sort of like start fresh. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, now's a good time maybe, or after quarantine, we still want to prioritize sleep, you know, and like you said, with hormonal health, right? I mean, our, our sleep obviously helps hormones, immune, all that. But like a lot of people jump into bioidentical hormones. But did you know that sleeping is a natural way to boost your hormones, especially mm-hmm. testosterone? You know, so yeah. it's like before you jump into paying all this money for testosterone shots and pellets and whatever, are you sleeping enough? So that's just one example of how you could save your health for free, basically. Yeah. So more, I mean, we're really talking about like the natural biohacking movement. I wonder if there's going to be a divide in the biohacking community at some point, the nature hackers versus the equipment hackers. Maybe. Again, I think there's a place for all of it, but (laughs) that's a really good point. Like taking hormones as as opposed to just supporting your body's natural um, release of them. So that's a good transition into supplementation, right? A lot of us take supplements to make up for what we're missing in foods but maybe this is a great time to slow down and really just focus on your foods because maybe in your, your usual life, you're running around and uh, hopefully this is not a habit to grab a protein bar or to skip a meal just because you're too busy or to like just wolf down your food. But if you are doing that, this is a great time to slow down and have a little more mindfulness surrounding food and just trying to get more nutrients out of your food. And then you can supplement. Then you can do the genetic testing, see where you need some help with, maybe it's like methylation, detoxification, what nutrients is your body missing out on? And then you can supplement, but food first. Right, and that's why it's called a supplement. And really when we're talking nutritional supplements, but you can look at all the biohacking toys as supplements. They are supplementing the foundational things you should already be doing. Yeah, that's great. Like digestive enzymes, they are amazing. They can help. But that doesn't mean you can, you know, like you said, choke down a protein bar. Yeah. yeah. If you're like driving and chewing your food five bites before you swallow it, like, no, we can't just throw digestive enzymes on top of that. Get yeah. back to what you really need to be supporting your body with. Um, yeah. And we're, I mean, we're obviously big fans of supplements. We use a lot, but we focus on food yes, first. we do. <laughs> yeah. Food first. And this was actually one of the tips um, that our listener gave us, the one that recommended this episode, she said that when she started biohacking, she would actually eat the weeds in her yard as like a nutritional thing. And there's an app, I'd have to look up, I'll look up the name and and link it in the show notes, but there's an app where you can actually like scan the weeds in your yard and find out what it is and if it's safe to eat. Now, if you're in an area where there's a lot of pesticides sprayed, I would not recommend doing that. (laughs) You definitely have to be very careful and know what you're doing, but it just shows you like getting back to nature, right? We can get some benefits. So I don't know, dandelion root, right? Maybe that's in your backyard instead of spending $40 on a supplement for it. Yeah. This is a great time to start experimenting with growing your own food. That's really the most sustainable model. Right, right. We don't know what's going to happen to the planet. Is the planet dying? Like the meat industry is is suffering. Like a a big pork company is like going out of business right now. We don't know what the future of food is. So if you're able to grow your own food, power to you. Because I think you will be able to protect yourself and feed yourself for a long time. Yeah. I guess survival of the fittest. (laughs) It'll be the people that are growing and catching their own food. Yeah. And um, something that's actually really beneficial is sprouting. So, you know, like broccoli sprouts, alfalfa sprouts, all that, like you can grow that 
as long as you have a good spot in your house, you can grow that stuff for like 10 cents and you get an amazing nutritional profile from those foods. So sprouts are a great way to start if you're not sure about how to grow your own food. I would mm-hmm. say start there. You don't have to have like a big garden in your backyard, just a little windowsill. I think the second piece of um, the food component is then like, how are you eating? I mentioned before, like if you're, you're used to like running around and eating really fast, not only can we pay attention to the quality of our food, but how you're taking it in. Like, are you eating really slowly? Renee mentioned like chewing. So you get optimal digestion. Are you eating socially? Like there's so many studies that prove that eating amongst friends or family is much healthier for the body than eating alone. So I don't know if you are completely alone in isolation. If you are, maybe FaceTime a friend while you eat. Yeah. There are like some really great stacks. So stacking is like adding one or two hacks on top of each other, which one like creates more success, like long-term for doing these hacks. Cause they, if you, if one goes with the other, you're more likely to do them. So eating socially is, is a great one. And then eating really slow. I know I'm really enjoying eating with my mom and dad right now. Sorry, our mom and dad. Um, <laughs> I know I'm jealous. Cause it really makes me slow down. I'm a victim of it. I'm, I'm pretty good about getting in my like 30 chews before I swallow, but Generally, I'm pretty busy and I can eat maybe a little bit faster than I should. And so sitting down with family, which I don't do normally in my life, has been really helpful. Yeah. And a a fun game you can play when you are eating with other people. See if you can be the last one to finish your plate. Yeah, that works unless we're eating with grandma, then good luck. She wins every time. (laughs) Three hours before (laughs) I'm usually the runner up to her, but she always wins. (laughs) I'm usually ready for another meal by the time she's finished the previous. So yeah. (laughs) I mean, she's 93. So that's all going on. She's digesting her food. Yeah. And when you talk about like socially eating and all that, I can't help but think of, you know, the blue zone in Italy and Sardinia. I feel like I talk about this place all the time, but they're probably eating pasta and drinking red wine. Like these maybe even smoking. I don't know, like things that we would think are bad habits, but they always are eating dinner with family and friends and they go for their pasta giada stroll after dinner. Right. It's like, it's yeah, not what mom and I've been trying to do more pasta giadas. I love it. It feels yeah. so good to walk after eating. Yeah. I've been doing like three pasta giadas a day. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's a good time. I, I love that everyone's walking a lot right now. Hey, that's a good free biohack. Just walking. Just walking. And you know what? You don't need outdoor space. I have proven this to myself day after day. I pace around my house. If I find myself on Instagram, like going down some kind of hole there, or even just like checking on my emails, because it's always way too many and I need to clean that out. Instead of sitting down, I'll just pace around my house. And it's funny. I like turn on my little GPS pacer, the pedometer on my phone. I have an app. And it, it like traces me. It's just like squiggles all over the house, like back and forth, back and oh, forth, back funny. and forth. You know what? I could do all that sitting and then my hip flexors would be messed up and I would get less movement. So I don't know. There's a stack for you. Yeah. Pacing well on Instagram. Perfect. Or you can do what I did where you sell all of your chairs before you're moving <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs> and then see all of your clients and do all your podcasting standing. Yes. I you always have- wanted a standing desk. There you go. go. And if you don't have a standing desk, I've discovered you can use your kitchen counter with an Amazon box on top. Done. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, Okay. A few more things about mindfulness. 
I think we need to have mindfulness with all of this stuff, right? Like we introduced that in the beginning, but mindfulness also relates to what's happening in our brain, brain optimization, calming the nervous system, which leads us to meditation. If you feel like you can't meditate, you never have time to meditate, you don't know how to, what a wonderful skill to hone while you are in isolation. I think this whole, like, you have to have a new skill or a new talent by the time you come out of quarantine is hilarious and I don't know, maybe overrated, but I think if it's done with intention and actually like adds to your immune health or your well-being, like meditation, great skill, right? Yeah. And, and you actually just reminded me of something like there's like two camps of people right now, right? They're either saying you need to learn a new language and a new skill and write a book during this time. Or they're like, no, just like learn how to rest and recover and take care of your body. Right. And I think we can like find a middle ground and it's really just about like what you want to get out of this time and how, what would make you feel better. But, but you're right. Yeah. Meditation. Why not? And there's so many free things to help with that. You know, like free YouTube videos that walk you through how to meditate. Or I love just like gratitude journaling. And if you want to take out the journal component, just be grateful in your head, right? Just lay down in bed and say, what are three things I'm grateful for? You can just say them to yourself. You can tell someone, you could write it down. I mean, all really easy things. I don't know. Where yeah. Awesome. I'm just thinking about all the moms out there that are super busy that probably still don't have time for like the gratitude journaling, the meditation. What would you say for the moms? There's gotta be a stack in here that we can do like simultaneously so that you can knock some of these out and not feel stressed by this like extra list. Yeah. That's Such a as, like just question. getting your kids out and grounding. You can do that together. You get the grounding yeah. and the sunshine together. Maybe you take like a beautiful glass of um, clean water with you. Maybe you structured it yourself. Yeah. I think anytime you can incorporate the kids into this and I'm not a mother, so I'm not an expert in this, but um, some of my friends, I'm watching them do this. And actually one of my friends, this is so cute. Every morning now her son, her four-year-old son gets up and he's like, mommy, we need to go outside and get our vitamin D for the day. Like he's learning. Yeah. He's a little biohacker at four years old. Yeah. Sometimes children are like the best example. They'll just like turn around their lessons right back at you. Remind you. Awesome. Yeah. And I think why not educate your kids on the importance of this stuff right now? Mm -hmm. So uh, so maybe like a family meditation, even just for 10 minutes. Yeah, definitely. The more you can do as a family, because I'm sure with the kids running around, you just don't really get much alone time. So if you can incorporate it together, I think that would be great. But even things like, you know, we love the Brain FM app. This is a couple dollars. Sorry, this is not completely free, but for a couple dollars, you download this app and you put the earbuds in and the acoustic technology it uses, it actually will still benefit your brain even if you're not sitting completely meditating, mm, right? I love that. So, yeah. so maybe maybe you are cooking dinner, but you got that plugged in and you're getting that that external benefit. Yeah, very cool. So, so what's your favorite stack or what are your favorite isolation hacks, Renee? I think my favorite stack, at least during this time, has really just been walking outside when it's sunny. I'm not getting, I wouldn't really call it grounding because you know I'm still wearing shoes. I'm walking on a concrete sidewalk. So I'm not really getting the grounding part, but I'm getting fresh air. I'm getting the sunshine. So I'm resetting my circadian rhythm, vitamin D walking, that's exercise. And then I'm, I'm usually walking with my husband. So I'm getting that social component. So I feel like that's a pretty good stack for me right now. It's craziness. Yeah. What about you? Same. Anything with walking. I'm just like, what would I normally be doing during this time? Okay. Now I'm going to take a walk and do it. 
And anytime the sun comes out, especially in the morning, I love, I've been making my coffee. And if I'm not rushing to like a virtual client session, get my coffee, walk outside. If it's warm enough, I'll do 10 minutes of grounding and then I'll put some shoes on. And while I check my email or Instagram or start listening to a podcast, I will just pace like up and down the driveway and maybe like up our street. And I'll just like probably walk for 20 minutes while I drink my coffee, get my sunshine. I've already done my grounding. And then by the time I come back, like I'm caught up on my emails. That's perfect. Yeah. Really enjoying it. I don't know how I'm going to go back to real life. (laughs) I know. I'm wondering, are you going to move back to New York ever? (laughs) The longer I stay here, <laughs> uh oh, I miss New York, but I I'm just sure. have found like many, many silver linings to this whole situation. Yeah. Well, and I think that's important the most for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I saw this thing on Instagram yesterday and it was like, don't feel bad if you're finding some kind of joy or happiness during this time. Yeah. Why would you feel bad? I think because their point was, you know, a lot of people are struggling, right? Obviously people are out of work, financial struggles, the stress of having your kids at home. I think people are feeling guilty if they're actually enjoying this time. Does that make sense? I can see that. I get that, but I'm sure you're connecting with people that may be struggling or I think everyone is pretty compassionate and is reaching out in a way that is balancing. I mean, I'm enjoying this time thoroughly, but I'm also checking in with my physician friends who are on the front line. Like every day, I'm like, how are you doing? What do you need? Checking in with them, calling friends that are alone during isolation, spending time with family. I'm very aware of what's happening, but also you have to make the most of it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think there's definitely more connection right now. We can't change a lot of this. We can't change it a lot. So just got to make the best of it. And I have to say also, by the time this episode comes out, you know, we do record a week in advance. So who knows where we'll be when this comes out. Anything could happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we hope everyone is staying safe and healthy and finding some joy during this time. Yeah. And exploring some new biohacks. Let us know what your favorites are. We'd love to know what you guys are doing at home. I'm always so curious because I get caught up in, in my same little routine that I love being inspired by other people. So please like DM us, email us, send us pictures, tag us on Instagram. I really am so curious about what everyone's doing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you have a new free biohack we didn't mention, let us know. Share the wealth, you guys. All right. That is it for today's episode. If you like this show, this episode, leave us a review. That is how we share the wealth even more with our audience. Um, We're always here for you on Instagram or email us at biohackerbabes.com. No, that's biohackerbabes at (laughs) gmail.com or our website, biohackerbabes.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will see you next time. And one more thing for you all. We are going to have another Biohacker Babe seven-day challenge starting Monday, May 4th. We ran this in April and it was seriously so much fun. Lauren did these amazing live workouts every day. The prizes we just gave away to our winners were incredible. So if you want to join us again, it's Monday, May 4th. Just DM us, email us for more information on that. We would love to see you there. And why not have another kick-ass seven days together? Thanks everyone. We'll see you next time. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. Biohacking.